Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from May 4th until May 11th as we are now officially in an eclipse sandwich, moving in between eclipse energies and we have more dynamic energies unfolding over this next week, which we are going to talk about in today's show. One of the biggest energies is the Sun in Taurus conjunct Uranus, which happens once a year, this time occurring at 15 degrees of Taurus, which basically adds more to this eclipse energy as it has more of that unexpected, chaotic, perhaps disruptive, but also liberating energy to it. Plus, we're going to see Jupiter enter Aries on May 10th, the same day that Mercury stations retrograde at four degrees of Gemini. Plus, we have a lot of beautiful sextiles occurring and a really lovely connection between Jupiter and Pisces sextiling Pluto in Capricorn, which is a big deal because whenever the two outer planets connect, especially in a harmonious sextile, there are bigger energies flowing through and moving us forward. And we're going to talk about all of this in today's show. But before I dive into it, I just want to let you know that this month, May 2022, is a special month for me because this is actually the 10-year anniversary of this podcast. I have been doing this podcast for 10 years now, beginning way back in May 2012, and never expecting it to last for 10 years. In fact, I had no idea where the podcast was going. And way back then, you know, this is a whole decade ago, there wasn't even a lot of understanding of what a podcast was. So it was quite an adventure to begin that, to see where it would go. And I've enjoyed it so much. So thank you for joining me. Whether you just started listening or whether you've been listening for a while now, I greatly appreciate it. And we'll see where this leads next and how long this podcast continues on. So let's start by looking at some of the personal planet's energies as we now have Venus in Aries where she will stay until May 28th. And what I'm observing energetically around this is that, yes, Venus in Aries is more independent, dynamic. She likes movement. She wants to get things going. She can be impatient. Uh, She can also have more of a short-term view. But this Venus in Aries, Aries is ruled by Mars, and Mars is still in Pisces, only halfway through Pisces, in fact. So even though this Aries energy is coming in, there is still this heavy domination of Pisces energies. And how I'm seeing this move energetically through the month is that if you think of the Pisces energies as a very soft pink, gentle, calm, sweet, the energy starts to become more vibrant and moves into a brighter crimson red by the end of May as the energies move more fully into Aries, but it's going to take a little bit for the acceleration to happen or for the energy to pick up. So you could feel inside this impatience, this readiness, this sense of I want things to start moving. But here we have still this strong Pisces energy that is slowing things down and allowing us to 
pace ourselves or trust ourselves even when we want something to move ahead faster. So there's this interesting dynamic between those Pisces energies that are completing something while we have more energy in Aries slowly picking up. So if this is something you're feeling, just learn to manage it, trust yourself, ground yourself, Look at where your nervous system might feel ready to go, almost like impatient, but you want to ground the energy, calm the energy, and keep trusting what is unfolding in the way that the universe is guiding it. We've had strong Pisces energies for a while now, for a good two months or so, and it's been like this long, slow closing process. It could feel like you're slowly moving through something or that it's just not happening any faster than it is. It's just moving through the energies, the waves, the ups, the downs, the emotional cycles or the energies that are moving through you are not happening at an accelerated pace yet. And that could feel like it's even weighing on you. Why aren't I through with this yet? Why isn't this closing out and complete? And it's because the energy is working with us at a much deeper level of our being, a much deeper level of our soul's energy imprint. And it's an energy that we're not meant to rush through so much as deeply honor find the gratitude, connect to what an experience has taught you, understand how it's supporting your growth. This is also the energy of no going back, where there could be a transition that you're moving through and the universe is gifting you with time. And if you can see it in that way, as the energy is helping me move through this in a way that perhaps the mind isn't comfortable with, but it's what's best for where you're closing something out, perhaps where you're healing something, where you're letting something go, you're transitioning into a new part of yourself, a new part of your life, a new part of something, and the energy just is not moving fast, but allow that to be a gift. Allow that to be something that's beautifully supporting you right now and showing you so much more, because if we were to rush ahead head to something, you could unconsciously start repeating patterns because we have that desire to do something that is known or to stay in a comfort zone. But I feel like this energy is transitioning us with consciousness. We're being moved forward with consciousness. And that is about ourselves, a higher consciousness about ourselves, what we're ending, what we're completing, and to know that that is exactly what needs to happen right now. So as these Aries energies come in, such as when Jupiter enters Aries on May 10th, keep in mind that that Aries energy is still ruled by Mars and Mars is in Pisces and going to be making a conjunction to Neptune in Pisces which will be exact on May 17th at 25 degrees of Pisces. So as I said, there is this energy that isn't quite moving fast yet, but it is coming in stronger and it's helping us understand that the new starts are going to occur in a way that 
is best for your energy and when you're really clear, when there's something that's cleared out more fully. So this could also be something to watch in yourself around that impatience because the Aries energy wants it now. And the Aries energy can be, why aren't I done with this yet? It's been a whole hour. It's been 60 minutes. Why isn't this complete for me yet? But the universe is helping us get into some deeper parts of ourselves that we're meant to beautifully connect with and understand that we're working with deeper themes across multiple lifetimes, so go gentle on yourself. And this could also be revealing why certain karma could be so big right now or lessons could be so intense or things could be emotional. This could certainly just be in your own personal world. This could be something you're experiencing internally where you're doing some deep dives into parts of yourself. And again, you thought it would be over by now, but it's been this long, slow closing process because you're literally closing out certain themes in your soul's history that you're not meant to take forward. I also feel this energy is beautifully supported this week by the Jupiter sextile to Pluto, which is an ongoing energy that occurs at 28 degrees from May 2nd until May 5th. And it's been an influence of this transition because here we have Jupiter in Pisces at nearly the very end of the full zodiac. That's a big deal. That's huge completions clearing out. And part of the end of the zodiac is an opening. The energy clears out. There's a void, an emptiness, emptying the bucket, emptying your emotional container, emptying what you've been carrying and holding. And the sextile to Pluto in Capricorn retrograde at 28 degrees is connected to parts of your life that you're okay releasing, parts of what you've done or accomplished, things you've moved through, what you've learned about yourself. That Pluto in Capricorn is about how we've structured our lives, the goals we've had, our ambitions, our accomplishments, and reassessing those, especially with Pluto retrograde in Capricorn, reassessing our life path, our life direction, our life accomplishments. And then the Jupiter energy is okay letting some things be complete, letting it be over. It feels like a graduation energy in some way, that you're graduating from something or a part of yourself that you know you have completed or shown you something. It's almost like showing you this is how far this road can go. I'm ready for the next road, the next path. And this energy is being repeated here. These energies of completions, closing out, things ending. And it's happening during this very dynamic eclipse season as well. So what you're seeing is that there could be things that come through like a lightning bolt, like it just hits or it just awakens something in you about your life path, your life direction, what you want, what you don't want, understanding what you're ready to shift and change from your own intentional consciousness, as well as from a place of power. So there's something here where the universe is showing you 
what is over because you don't energetically connect to it anymore. It served a purpose. It was really good. Maybe there's things you've really enjoyed, but there's something that we're meant to see from a higher perspective. And with Jupiter sextiling Pluto, this is beautiful divine support. This is cosmic support. This is spiritual support. It also feels like there's something in your soul's history and your soul's path that you're meant to connect with now. And that's part of the Pluto influence, which is the soul's evolutionary growth. And then here comes Jupiter and Pisces bringing in something that you're accomplishing, graduating from and seeing, and perhaps you're able to give yourself peace peace and forgiveness around something, compassion and acceptance. Maybe you're able to see a past version of yourself with clear eyes or with a compassionate heart. So if you want to know where this energy is really coming in strongly for you, you would look in your natal astrology chart at where you have 28 degrees of Pisces, which is where Jupiter is transiting right now, and also 28 degrees of Capricorn. And those two parts of your chart, those two houses where Jupiter is and Pluto is, are where these energies are connecting and where you're turning a page, you're turning a corner, you're getting ready for something new that is meant to carry you forward and begin a whole new chapter in your growth, in your life, in your soul's evolution. Jupiter is finishing up these last two degrees of Pisces while sextiling Pluto, as I just mentioned, for a few days. But the significance here is that Jupiter is going to revisit these exact degree points in October, actually the end of October, October 28th until December 20th, when Jupiter re-enters Pisces travels back to 28 degrees of Pisces and 48 minutes, then re-enters Aries on December 20th. So there are energies rising up this week that we are feeling, we are in it, we sense the transition. This can be a big life transition. This can be something within yourself that you are transmuting, moving through and releasing. And then when Jupiter returns to these same degree points, it's like a final cleanse, a final emptying of the container. So keep an eye on what is coming up for you this week because Jupiter will revisit this part of your chart and this part of your energy in the final months of 2022 and it feels like a final cleanse, a final removal. The energy is truly complete and finished and it's significant because it's the very end of the whole zodiac wheel, as I mentioned. So these are things that... We can only move through so quickly. Some things just take longer and it's not personal. It's nothing you can force. It's nothing you can do anything about, especially when you think about how this Pisces energy is the ocean. And sometimes there's just really big swells, really big waves, things that are a big deal, whether that is emotionally, intuitively, energetically, spiritually, certain parts of your life that have maybe taken up a lot of energy or required a lot from you. Maybe there's things that are just leaving and phasing out and you're aware of it, but it can't be rushed. And when I see how Jupiter returns to these final points of the zodiac, it reminds me of 
when you're moving and you've packed up everything, you're aware of this goes here, that goes there, organizing all the boxes, then you pack things up and move them to the next place, the new location or the next home. Then once everything is cleared out, you go back and clean. Make sure you didn't forget anything. Find things that were hidden under the couch or left in the very back portions of the kitchen cabinets. That's what this Jupiter returning to Pisces feels like when it comes back in and we do the final cleanse, the final sweep. What did I miss? What did I not see here? What else needs to go? And then this pertains to our personal energy fields as well, where if there's something you've been moving through, you're healing through it, you're taking it one day at a time, you're aware of what's over, that would be the mental awareness. You could even have the emotional understanding of something. But this is the energetic clearing out. This is a deeper layer that the mind is not in control of, but it's connected to. And the emotions are connected as well to this completion and final cleansing phase, but it can't be rushed. So there's something about this week that we're going to revisit later in the year that gives us another opportunity to clear out even more and to allow something to be released from our energy fields even more. And that could even be something to welcome, where it's understanding I can only do so much right now. I only can take care of so much. I have this much on my plate. I'm already at capacity. I can only do so much. And then the rest, that final cleanse and those other areas that need to be cleaned out will be taken care of later on in the year. And with this Aries energy coming in, it can feel like, There's a strong readiness to move forward for the new start, the next thing, right? The new endeavor, the new adventure, the new growth. But part of what the universe is gifting us with is this expanding consciousness of how to do things differently, how to do it in a new way, how to be more self-aware in yourself of what has worked and what hasn't worked and how your energy has participated in that, the choices you've made or things you've chosen, what you've said or not said. I mean, there's so many different veins that are connected to this, but it's really getting into the heart of what you are completing and clearing out because the new thing that this Aries energy is moving you towards and moving you into is a new part of your own energy. Jupiter entering Aries begins a whole new 12-year cycle, and I feel like the universe wants to make sure that you're truly in alignment with what you want, what you need, understanding from where you've been, understanding who you've been, and allowing yourself to rebirth within your own consciousness. It's also important to remember that you're not going to miss what's really for you. And I do feel like there is this protective energy, whether it's a protective bubble or a protective frequency that I feel Neptune in Pisces is holding. It's like it's holding something sacred and safe 
so that we can trust this process and whatever the ways or emotions are without feeling like it means you're going to miss something else. I don't feel that that's what's happening. I feel like there's something here that all this Pisces energy is aware of, where it's aware of who you are now, what your frequency is, what matters to you, what you need, who you are, all these beautiful parts that are connected to your holistic energy. And that's because Neptune in Pisces is your higher self that knows who you are, that knows who you are beyond this physical body, beyond this lifetime, beyond your mind and the physical world. And this Neptune in Pisces is ruling Jupiter, is ruling Mars, is also ruling Venus in Aries because of how Aries is ruled by Mars. Mars is in Pisces. Pisces is ruled by Neptune. This is part of how you follow the energy trail in astrology is you look at the ruling planets and see where the trail leads. And basically all of this leads back to Neptune. Even the sun and Uranus in Taurus. Taurus is ruled by Venus. Venus in Aries, as I've mentioned, is answering to Mars and Pisces. So this helps us understand, again, that energy trail, which is similar to like a recipe. And it's the recipe of the energy or the astrological recipe of this time, where yes, there are multiple flavors, but what is dominant is this Neptune and Pisces. So basically, even though there's so much happening and transitioning, spirit is holding things safe for you. Whatever is truly meant for you, whatever is needed on your path at this time that you're meant to experience, you're meant to open up to or move into, it's not going to be missed and you can alleviate any pressure on yourself if that's what you're feeling. Because especially during eclipse season, when things get revved up, we feel the energy increase, we can even feel like the sense of go, 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 because it's very vibrant, it's very buzzy energy. But I feel like there's just this sacred holding space that's allowing us to move through some of these more personal energies so that we're cleared out. Again, it's emptying the container, emptying one version of yourself or something in your life, something in your world, something within you that you don't want to take forward. That Neptune and Pisces is reminding you that there is a timelessness to what is correct and best for you. And that can help with anything that our mind creates anxiety around or our ego starts to want to control. I feel like this energy is spirit sort of reminding you, it's okay, calm down, breathe through it, it's all good. It's all gonna come together, but take care of what's in front of you. Take care of what you need to do. Understand that that's the priority and it's going to start to line up and make more sense, especially as we move here through May. On May 4th and 5th, we have the sun conjunct Uranus at 15 degrees. The energy begins at 14 degrees and then it connects at 15 degrees of Taurus. And this is often an energy of awakening, liberation, chaos, shock, unexpected development, something happening out of the blue. And what's very interesting here is how this can accelerate energies and we can feel it in our physical self. You could feel it in your body, in your nervous system. You could feel a part of yourself 
needing to move this energy and even a desire to break out or break free of something. And in Taurus, we typically want to go slow, take our time, pace it, allow something to move ahead at a very steady and stable pace. And this Taurus energy reminds me of a turtle, where a turtle will take its time, but it will get to where it's going. And here in Florida, where I live, it is a very active time of the year with many animals on the move right now because it's mating season. And it's very common to see these turtles, the bigger turtles in the middle of the road. And they're usually about 12 inches or 16 inches in diameter. They have big shells. These are not box turtles. They're also not the turtles in the oceans. These are the turtles that usually go into the rivers and canals and they are on the move this time of year. So it's very common here in Florida for drivers to stop, get out of their car, and assist a turtle across the street. And I've done this myself like three or four times, and they're heavy, and you pick it up, and you always move the turtle in the direction it's going. You never turn it around. You always just place it on the other side of the road in the direction it's headed. And this, of course, saves their lives. This gets them out of danger. And so they're essentially getting an assist, an unexpected assist from a human helping them across the street. And this makes me think of the sun conjunct Uranus, where the universe might be giving you an assist if you're moving too slowly or if you're not picking up the pace in some area of your life. And the universe could come through, give you an assist, move you forward into something because you're not moving fast enough or because there's something that you're not aware of that could be harmful or damaging. Maybe the universe wants to get you out of the road so you don't get hit by a car. You know, that's the analogy here because this energy, it's fast moving, it's unexpected. But if you believe that the universe is wanting you to be safe while also getting you to where you need to go next, sometimes the sun conjunct Uranus can do just that. And it can be another frequency change or some type of big shift. Now, Uranus can also be rebellious and chaotic, and it can be that reckless driver or something that's unsafe that happens. So it's always important when we have strong Uranus energy to be very aware of what you're feeling, what you're sensing, what you're picking up in your environment. This can also pertain to anything in the Taurus-dominated theme, such as finances and money. There could be things that happen in the markets that are very drastic or unexpected, but we've already been living with that. We've already been living with inflation. We've already seen how things are changing in our economies, but the sun conjunct Uranus brings something to light, something big, something drastic, and it can be a sudden shift a sudden awakening, an earthquake, fast movement, all of that that can show up within us at a personal level, but then also we can see it, of course, and experience it at the world at large. I think this energy will also pertain to the last Taurus solar eclipse that we just had a few days ago and can help with any next level breakthroughs, busting through any layers or anything else that you're ready for and the universe wants to help you move through it. We'll also have a sextile 
from Mars in Pisces to Uranus in Taurus and the Sun in Taurus. So that Mars in Pisces is receiving energetic support for next steps, moving something forward that feels good, that feels accurate, feels like it's in alignment with where you're going next. This could be something where all of a sudden you just have energy to get something done or to move something forward. Of course, it depends on your own chart and how you naturally work with Mars. But Mars in Pisces is a feeler and he needs to feel inspired. He needs to feel that the energy is supporting him. Otherwise, that Mars in Pisces can actually feel quite lethargic, can feel worn out and can feel like he doesn't want to do anything. But as he connects with both the sun and Uranus and Taurus, something can be energized, especially in the physical world. Now, it's interesting as we're moving between these eclipses where we had that first eclipse in Taurus and then the next eclipse coming up on May 16th is in Scorpio. And another little anecdotal Florida story I have for you is that last week there was a busy highway that was experiencing a major slowdown where all vehicles had to move from the right lane into the left lane, but you didn't know why. There was no accident, no sirens. What was going on? Well, it turns out there was an 11-foot alligator in the right-hand lane of this highway where you're typically going 80 miles an hour, and you do not get out of the car to help an alligator across the street word to the wise. Those things are all muscle and it's very much a Scorpio archetype where they are very powerful. They live at the bottom of the lakes and the rivers. They absolutely must be respected and you don't want to get into any kind of quarrel with a gator. And again, it's mating season. They're on the move. This is common. They are found all over right now, especially the dominant males. So here we had a Scorpio dominating traffic, requiring everyone to go around and give him space. And I thought that was a lovely way to demonstrate some of the themes of the May 16th Scorpio lunar eclipse, where we have to be very conscious of our energies, of our choices, of what we have control over, of where we can be in our power which can be harder to tap into during the Scorpio transformational process. So understand the energies right now are really big. And it can be quite cool to find some of these archetypes show up, some of these animals, as I've described, who embody certain astrological themes. Even just staying aware of how the universe is speaking to you and giving you reminders of maybe what's best on your path right now or where you're evolving and moving forward, but that, again, it's beautifully on time. So even if you have to slow down when you want to go 80 miles per hour, there's a reason for that. There's an intentional reason for that. And the more that we can honor it and work with it consciously, the more we can also relax into what is without forcing, without trying to power through, without unnecessarily wrestling an alligator, or wasting our energy on something that isn't a part of where we're going next. And that could be something as well that might be coming up to your conscious awareness is if your energy is focused on what was, and I'm seeing this as what's behind us, what you've moved through, 
there's things that, yes, we're still processing and we're meant to transition through it. We're healing through it. We're allowing it to bring us wisdom and deeper knowingness to self-reflect. These are the gifts of the Pisces energies. But there's also things that we're not meant to keep spinning in. And in fact, this sun conjunct Uranus could be the kick in the pants that gets you moving, that gets something energized or off the ground or it accelerates because this is where the sun is and the sun conjunct Uranus brings in that flash of understanding that awakening to what you really want and that is also a Taurus phrase is I want and it's understanding where your desires are what you need what stabilizes you what gives you life what helps your energy right now and look for that. Stay open to those messages and those understandings. Now on May 10th, we have Jupiter entering Aries for the first time since 2011. Jupiter was last in Aries from June 2010 to September 2010, then again January to June 2011. I just did a show for you on Monday, May 2nd about these Jupiter and Aries themes, so I won't repeat them too much in this show other than this is an energizing beginning that is igniting something in you, a new area, a new potential, something new that is meant to go into the truth of who you are now, that's meant to be something that sustains you. It's like it gives you life again. It gives you something that resonates with you and helps propel you forward because it calls to you. So that Jupiter in Aries is often fast moving. Something can be immediate, like you just know, or you just have an understanding, you have an answer, you have a sense of yes. And in fact, Jupiter in Aries is yes energy. It's yes, I want this. Yes, I'm gonna do this. So where are you feeling a yes? Because that's going to get stronger on May 10th and into the rest of May, especially when Mars enters Aries on May 24th. That's when I feel the energy is really going to kick off because Mars is the ruler of Aries. Mars is then in his home sign of Aries and is going to really support more of what we want to do next and what we feel called towards. So as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, it's similar to looking at a color scale where the energy is a soft pink and then it gradually increases in intensity to a very bright red by the end of May. And that is the energy of that Aries inspiration and momentum coming in stronger. So you could be feeling that. You could feel like something is slowly picking up. It's coming together. It's more like a slow acceleration in some ways, but it's starting to show up. It's starting to come through and it's going to be even stronger by the end of May. Now, also on May 10th, we're going to have Mercury station retrograde at four degrees of Gemini. This is Mercury's home sign of Gemini. And Gemini is the first sign of the zodiac that relates to our mind, how we think, how we communicate, what we say, what we're here to process and all the stimuli around us, how we filter it, how we understand what's going on. 
Gemini is the storyteller. It is the energies that we put into our minds. It's how we understand things. It's also the stories we tell ourselves. Gemini is associated with the twins, but it's also about duality, where you do things twice, or you can be a very strong multitasker, where you can be doing something in your right hand and something in your left hand. It's also about both sides of the brain. So here we have Mercury retrograde in Gemini that will re-enter Taurus, and it's showing us more of what we're thinking about and asking us to really reconsider if it's serving us. Is this the right thought? Is this the right place to put my mental energy? Am I seeing this fully? Often Mercury in Gemini is about obtaining more information, more details, more specifics. So during this particular Mercury retrograde that goes from May 10th until June 3rd, there is more information that we're meant to accumulate. We don't have all the details. There's things we need to gather, understand, keep discussing, stay open about. Wherever you're experiencing Mercury retrograde in your chart from four degrees of Gemini back to 26 degrees of Taurus. This is where new information is meant to come in for you to make some clear decisions, to allow things to be more evident. This is the energy too of not rushing, to be very clear with your words, to ensure you didn't forget something. This is also where we can mishear or misspeak where something is omitted or you miss a detail, you miss a specific. This is all the typical stuff about Mercury retrograde. But when it's in Gemini, we really need to slow down. We really need to slow down and make sure that we're saying exactly what we mean. So greater mindfulness is supported. The ability to sit with something and to think it through a little bit longer is also a good approach to this particular Mercury retrograde. One of the gifts of this Mercury retrograde is that there will be trines to Pluto in Capricorn and Pluto will be retrograde for both of those trines. But I feel like this is where we really connect and lock in a truth, something that is really resonating with you. It's strong for you. You are gaining mental clarity around something. And the Mercury retrograde could help you with understanding more of the picture, more of the details, more of the story. But I feel like there's something that's going to be very certain. And that's because Mercury goes back into Taurus, a fixed sign, and is connecting with Pluto and Capricorn. So these are two Earth signs, and those are about our physical world, our physical reality, your life, how you live your life, something that might be outdated that you're wanting to transform, something that you're ready to shift or see in a deeper way, in a new way, even something that the universe doesn't want you to miss and wants you to fully see it. The other thing I'm realizing here is that Mercury is going back over the Pleiadian energy points, which are at 27, 28 degrees of Taurus. And this also is the territory of that November 2021 Taurus lunar eclipse that happened at 
27 degrees. So there could be something here over the last six, seven months that you're really feeling clear about. It's real. It's grounded. It's revealing what you value, what's important to you, what you are ready to work with in a different way in your life. It also relates to cosmic support and knowing that some of these slowdowns that we can perceive, we can perceive as slowdowns, as inconveniences, as things that are like not really coming together just yet. There's something here about this Pleiadian energy coming through that is giving us more downloads and a deeper understanding of the overall cosmic picture. And Mercury in Taurus also wants us to feel peace, to feel harmony, to connect with what grounds us and what calms down our nervous system, what gives us those very deep, satisfying breaths that connect us to the best of life, the best of our environment, and how to appreciate this moment. And that could be your intention for this Mercury retrograde, that you're asking the universe to connect you with what you need, what you want, what you desire that's good for your energy, good for your heart, good for your body, good for your nervous system, something that helps you ground into yourself, that gives you that peacefulness and also removes what's not important. So that could be something else that comes about during this Mercury retrograde is that you could see where your energy has been very busy, 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 go, 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 especially mentally with Mercury and Gemini. And then the universe is bringing you back into yourself to really consider how important is this? How much do you need this? Is it worth your time? Is it worth your mental energy? Is this really what you want to focus on? Because you could have some new understandings around what is important, what you do value, and it can adjust your mental energy, even relax it as well. Now, the typical advice with Mercury retrograde is to expect things to change, expect plans to change, people to cancel, something to not happen, last minute changes. All of that is typical during Mercury retrograde. This typically pertains to our travel plans, our daily schedules, our vehicles, our devices, the things that we use in our everyday world that helps us organize our lives. So yes, be patient with yourself, be patient with others, and consider it part of the upgrade. Consider it as part of where you're ready to upgrade something that maybe you weren't aware of. Also, perhaps it's showing you what's not worth your energy. So maybe if someone cancels or something doesn't happen, perhaps that's the universe of saying, it's not necessary to have a conversation right now about that, or it isn't essential right now that you put energy towards that. You can always see this as how the universe is supporting you in your energy. And that is one way to raise our consciousness around the Mercury retrograde themes as well, because Mercury is the fastest moving planet. And sometimes that's a great thing. And sometimes it's too much. And we need the slowdown in order to be more mindful and more aware of what's really worth our time, energy, and effort. Overall, this week feels uplifting and positive, even though there are things that are still moving through that could be taking longer than you'd like, perhaps to the point of discomfort 
relax into it, trust that process that you're moving through, and also remember how Neptune is keeping something safe and sacred for you, that you are protected, that there is support, there is a lot of energy that's very compassionate and loving at this time with all this Pisces energy. So make sure that you're giving that to yourself, that you're going easy on yourself as needed. You're allowing yourself to just be where you are. In fact, that's the only way we can move through life. We can only be in the most perfect place for our energy. And that's where we have to retrain our brains, retrain our bodies or our minds at times so that we're not trying to run the show. And our egos don't have that false sense of control that can feel even futile at times. I hope you feel a beautiful shift in energy as Jupiter enters Aries on May 10th and gives you a renewed sense of confidence, courage, and perhaps even clarity on where you're ready to go next. Because ready or not, those new developments are coming in and they will show up, especially in the Aries areas of your chart. If you want to check out more of the energies of May, please follow the links to my May Soul Growth Astrology programs where we talk about the main energies of May, including the upcoming Scorpio Lunar Eclipse. And if you use coupon code Taurus, you get everything for 11 bucks. If you'd like to learn more about astrology at any level, whatever level you're at, please check out my courses and programs that I offer, everything from beginner to intermediate and more advanced. All of those are over at my website, mollymccord.online. As always, thank you so much for joining me, and I'm wishing you a beautiful journey through this dynamic week in May as we move in between eclipses and transition into some new beginning points as well. I'll be back here every Monday and Wednesday for another podcast episode, and please check out my YouTube channel every Friday as I release a new special topic video for you that dives into more particular astrology themes and energies. Have a beautiful day ahead wherever you are in the world, and I look forward to connecting with you again very soon.